with you the name of the Lord. Uh, good morning, um, wherever you are watching us from around the world. We are saying good morning, which is a prophetic greeting that morning cometh by the night, but joy cometh in the morning. So if you hear us this morning, we are announcing your joy, whatever you are going through. This is Pastor Daniel Yaboa, a lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, One Church, Three Location. We are coming to you this hour from the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America. And for uh, those uh, our international partners, we, are, we also have two locations in the country of Ghana, West Africa. If you are interested, those watching from Ghana, uh, you could look us up on our website for uh, direction to where to locate these two locations in Ghana, West Africa. And, uh, and our website is lightweightchurch.com, lightweightchurch.com, uh, lightweightchurches at gmail.com is our email. You could also give us, send an email to inquire further. Hold, let's pray this morning. I have a word for us that the power of the Holy Spirit will take over this service. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and honor. We bless you for such a day you have given us to come in fellowship by thy word. Will Holy Spirit take over the service? Holy Spirit, we ask that you will lead and guide. Holy Spirit, speak through me as I have the word to give your people. Holy Spirit, move destroying every limitation set by every hindrance that have been demonically assigned to hinder this message from getting to God's people. Let the Holy Spirit power destroy in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Father, move, have thy way in this service. Holy Spirit, move by your word. Heal the sick of diverse sicknesses, diseases, and infirmity. <clears throat> Destroy every confusion in the hearts of your people to hinder this message in their hearts. Holy Spirit, heal, deliver the bondage and the captive. Save souls from darkness to light onto you and your word manifests the blessings in your people's life. Thank you, Lord, for great and mighty testimonies you are giving us. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. This is a continuation of um, where we left off the last time, um, how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We have already... Um, we have already um, done part one, and this is part two. So if you want to get real understanding, then you could look for um, the part one through our podcast or our um, Facebook page or website for part one of this message. And we're still talking about the relevance of being filled with the power of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. Hallelujah. But the same Holy Spirit 
could manifest the gift of speaking unknown tongues with the S. Hallelujah. So this is the difference that many are confused with how the outpour of the Holy Spirit occurred um, in Acts chapter 2, even as the disciples, those who tarried and waited for this power, and all that were witnesses saw them speaking in unknown tongues. Tongues that people that were present during the day of Pentecost that have come into Jerusalem because of the Passover ceremony had the language that they were familiar with being spoken. But Apostle Paul in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, where he said, Pursue law with eagerness, make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual gifts to be used by believers for the benefit of the church, but especially, listen to Apostle Paul, but especially that you may prophesy and prophesy and then for one who uh, uh, you may what prophesy and two for one who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to people but to God for no one understands him or catches his meaning but by the spirit he speaks mystery, secret truths, hidden truths. But on the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for edification, to promote their spiritual growth, and speaks words of encouragement to uphold and advise them concerning the matters of God, and speak words of consolation to compassionately comfort them. Hallelujah. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. For one who prophesies edifies the church. Let's look at five. Now I wish that all of you speak in unknown tongues. Yes, hallelujah. So we, this teaching is mostly dwelling on the tongue without an S. Because Apostle Paul said you speak mysteries and you, you edify yourself spiritually. Hallelujah. Now, we know Jesus Christ promised the disciples, and I'm trying to uh, do battle with this message, with the confusion, the chaos, the pandemonium that is in, in the cycles of Christianity because of doctrine, that many people have turned they are, they are back toward being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, evidence of speaking unknown time. Hallelujah. And we know the foundation started from Joel chapter 2, verse 28. The Lord said he will pour out his spirit. And the spirit has already been poured. And if you look at Acts chapter 1, verse 4 to 5, Jesus said, being assembled together with them, he commanded them to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise. This is a gift for you. 
This is a promise given that you might be earnestly seek for it, earnestly desire for it, just like you pursue every spiritual thing that you desire for this gift. Hallelujah. Because it is power coming to you to shift you to a different dimension in your work with God. It's more beneficial to you. Hallelujah. The, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard me, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. They already had the Spirit, but now they are going to be baptized with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Now, we, we, we will realize that the disciples began to do incredible signs, wonders, and miracles after they were filled with this power. Hallelujah. And you could start from Acts chapter 5. That's when the miracles started happening in the ministry of the disciples. Hallelujah. Now, we will, let's look at Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 6. Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 6. As it, it happened while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Because the Spirit of God applied salvation to these people uh, to, to save them when they believe. Now have they received the Holy Spirit? So they said to him, we have not much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Maybe as we hear this message, you have not heard it. Or you have, you have gone through some doctrine, teachings that, uh, that denied you being filled with this power. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. That is the, the water baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who will come after him. That is on Jesus Christ. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid on his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So the manifestation of the power also reveals and, 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 and gives us the other gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, Let's look at, there are two forms of, 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 of power that the Greek word talks about. The, the, we, in, in Greek, power is described in the New Testament as exosia and dunamis. Exosia 
E-X-O-U-S-I-A, and dunamis, D-U-N-A-M-I, dunamis power. Exosia power means authority, giving you authority, giving you jurisdiction, capability, absolute power. It is this exosia power that Jesus gave us in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Let's look at what Luke chapter 10, verse 19 says. He said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. In addition to using the power of his authority, the believer is also given dunamis power. This is the power I'm talking to you about. Hallelujah. Through the indwelling presence and baptism of the Holy Spirit. Through the indwelling presence and baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is this dunamis power that Paul fervently prays the Ephesians believes will have greater revelation in. And that is what I read when he laid his hands. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit power. The word dunamis means miraculous power. Well, because, you know, miraculous is kind of presenting the idea of the gifts of the, the other gifts of the spirit. Ability, strength, and force. It also means inherent power or possess. Dynamic power is the divine enablement or ability to accomplish the work we have been given to do. So during this power comes when we are baptizing to give us the ability, the strength, the force to do the assignment, the calling of God over your life. You will be very effective in the calling of God, the assignment God has given to you. He said, when you receive this power, you are gonna be witnesses to me. In all, in, in all parts of the world. Hallelujah. Your local area, you are going to be powerful and effective. Your church, your local area, your country, your city, and the uttermost parts of the world. Hallelujah. Now, we, as I spoke earlier, you have to be aware of this gift exists and just like any other gift that we desire for in the book of god the bible as scripture has spoken it as as it is in the bible is available to you if you earnestly expect and seek it and align yourself with the word of god so you have to come to a place in your work with god that the, the daily mundane activities that doing things as usual no longer satisfy your spiritual desires. But then you want to go deep into the things of God. And now you lay all your life under the feet of Christ. Saying, 
I lift my hands and I want to be ex to be excellent in your calling over my life. That we break away from only experiencing the blessing of God as, as believers, just the blessings of God. This power comes when we now look beyond the blessings of God of, over our lives. Now we begin to desire, earnestly seeking God, obeying his word, having a heart of forgiveness, hallelujah, preparing ourselves, seeking God for asking God to baptize you. You have to seek for it and ask for it because it is a gift. You have to hunger and thirst to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to read Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13. That is your assignment. Hallelujah. And beloved, so these are what you do when you are waiting to be filled. Hallelujah. That you be obedient to the word of God. That you go into prayer earnestly. Seeking God. Father, this is your promises for me. That I will be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Fill my heart with the power of the Holy Spirit. This should be your prayer. Hallelujah. And as you spend time with God, as you, you, you meditate on his word, as you set scriptures concerning baptism of the power of the Holy Ghost, God in no time will fill you when you least expect, when you are not even aware, when you are washing dishes in the kitchen, when you are sweeping around the house, as you give praises and worship to God, as your mind is on him to receive, you're going to begin to speak an unknown language you are not familiar with. That is the sign. Shabbat First, it will be, it will sound like words that, hmm, what am I speaking? I never heard myself speak this way. That is a sign. If you have been waiting for it, and you have to continue in that language. You have to continue in that language. You have to continue in that language. Hallelujah. And it's going to come out boldly, and you have to continue to pray with that language. Wherever form it comes, God will download it in our spirit differently. I'll speak tongue different from my wife or my children or a, a, a church uh, members. Hallelujah. That will be the sign. And as you grow in using it to pray, you see it transform. It's just like learning a, a new language. As you continue to use it, you will see it, you will flow in it and it will become part of you. Now you could you you could quick start whether you want to pray with uh, your look uh, your language or you want to go straight into time. That will be as the Holy Spirit leads you, I should pray unto God. Now, why would I uh, 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 talk to you, or why would I present this message 
to give you a clear understanding that this gift is yours because there are benefits of being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. There are benefits. Hallelujah. When you receive this power, it draws us closer to God and Jesus, which increases our knowledge based upon the law. This is because when you enter into a, 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 a relationship with someone, you start to learn more about the Lord and all his incredible ways. He will actually put a desire and hunger in you to want to study the word of God, to want to study the word of God, to want to draw closer to him, that his power will continue to use you and lead you into where God wants you to go, what God wants you to do, what God don't want you to do. You will have the clear guidance of the Holy Spirit. Two, it gives us understanding of the word of God. The Holy Spirit helps us to understand what we are reading from the Bible. This power gives us revelation. Hallelujah. So that we can get some of its incredible truths to work in our personal lives. We can get some of these incredible truths of the word of God to work in our daily life. Because most times when we are new Christians, we do not understand half of what we'll be reading by trying to understand the word of God. Receiving the baptism, this power, you will find that the Holy Spirit will start to illuminate, throw more light, give you understanding as to what the scriptures you are reading, how you could apply it to your life, and how it personally touches your life. Hallelujah. And that is why Jesus said, I came not to abort the laws, but to fulfill. What, what, what did Jesus mean by fulfilling? That what the word of God really means and how we should use it to benefit our spiritual work with him. When you are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, you will be able to receive this elimination. Hallelujah. What various verses mean and how they apply to your daily life and work with the Lord. Direct supernatural revelation and elimination will be coming to you. Because if you do not obey the word of God, you quench the spirit from operating in your life. It is to empower you to be able to obey the word of God. Beloved, we cannot obey the word of God without the power of the Holy Spirit helping us. We cannot obey the word of God without the power of the Holy Spirit helping us. It is foreign to our, our, our human body. It is foreign to our human body. Three, when you are spirit filled up in your soul area, this positions you to receive God's anointing on your life. When you are spirit filled in your soul area, you, you are positioned spiritually to receive God's anointing on your life. And what is this anointing I'm talking about? It is the power of the Holy Spirit operating through you so that you can accomplish whatever God wants you to do for him. 
You're going to accomplish whatever God wants you to do for him. This is God's supernatural power flowing through you and not your own power. Our power is limited, but God's power is not. God's power is limitless. Limitless. It could help you accomplish any purpose, vision, and assignment in line with God's plans for your life. God's power gives us the ability to be the best. God's power, God's anointing of our life gives us the ability to be the best. Hallelujah. To be the best at whatever he will be calling you to do for him in life. This is in regards to profession, business, or career. God calls you to be the best and not the average. In every assignment of God, purpose, plan, vision for your life. When you are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You are able to be the best and not average. This anointing falls on other areas of our lives. This also falls on our relationship. So we become a much better spouse for our mates, meaning a much better husband or wife if you are married. Why do you become a much better? You are able to gain insight, revelation, because the power of the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you and giving you understanding about certain matters that will come as an attack. Hallelujah. Because if the Spirit of if the, if the Holy Spirit power gives you understanding how to speak to your spouse, gives you, it kind of gives you, it puts you ahead the plans and the attacks of the enemy. Because if it's a situation that God's power gives you understanding and revelation about and shows you how to handle it and deal with it to bring peace and restoration and not to come and break and set apart families. This is what is going on because the enemy is moving incredibly and causing destruction in relationships because we have no elimination or insight of the attacks of the enemy. Hallelujah. So something that you could have been angry about, you approach it with joy and peace so that the Spirit of God will bring solution where the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy because you have gained insight by the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of you has given you what the enemy is trying to do and how to avoid the enemy's snares, traps, and pits in every area of your life. Glory be to the name of the Lord. You also become a good mother or father, a good leader as a matter of fact, for everywhere God pleases you to function. John the Baptist received the anointing for his assignment from God. 
He received what? Elijah's anointing. John the Baptist received Elijah's anointing to make him effective to baptize people. And all that he preached, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And what happened? Many accepted and many got baptized. We'll look at Luke chapter 1, verse 15 to 17. I want us to look at Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 15 to 17. Let me see if I have it here with me. It says, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many from their wickedness toward God. Hallelujah. He will turn many from their wickedness. And he will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the, dis and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. That's John the Baptist, filled with the power and the anointing of, of Elijah. And we see even Jesus Christ, Luke chapter 2, verse 50 to 52. He said, but they did not understand the statement which he speaks to them. Then he went down with them uh, 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 and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her. And Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. He was anointed from his mother's womb. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 60, or Isaiah chapter 61, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. To what? To deliver the bondage and the captive. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. What is that? Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3. Or Luke chapter 4, 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. This is the manifestation of the prophecy Prophet Isaiah gave about Jesus Christ. Now he's manifesting and he's living. God bless you. As I bring this uh, message to an end, God richly reward you this hour. And I want to pray for you that the power come over your life. Because in Acts chapter 19, when I support, pray for them and lay hands. They receive the baptism of the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever that has been a hindrance, whatever that has been confusing, whatever that has been a, a heart of unforgiveness, I pray that your heart will be circumcised 
the power of the Holy Spirit move over your heart, circumcise your heart, deliver your heart from any bondage and captivity, pen your heart, eliminate your spiritual mind, hallelujah, fill you with a desire to seek earnestly to receive the power of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking on and tongue. Holy Ghost, move over their lives. Whoever is watching this message, circumcise their heart, fill their heart that they begin to receive. And those that are ready to receive, I release an outpour of the power of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue that you begin to receive, receive this power over your life. Do not miss power in the name of Jesus. As you go about your daily life, God is going to release this power, incredible power over your life if you are in expectation, if you are positioning yourself, if you are desiring by the word of God to receive it. It is yours. It's in the word of God. It is yours. It is a gift made available for you. Make you special to set you apart, to, to stand out in every calling, every assignment, every purpose, every vision, every plan that God has ordained and designed for your life. God bless you. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It will be a mess of me if I do not present Jesus to you because all that I'm talking about is to make you an incredible believer. Hallelujah. To make you an incredible believer. The word of the Lord says, it's appointed for man to die, but in the end there is judgment. In the end there is judgment. And what does this judgment means? It brings the issue of heaven and it brings the issue of lake of fire. Because at the seat of judgment will be Jesus Christ. And the question you're going to be asked is, what did you do with Jesus? Whether Jesus comes the second time as his promise, or whether we do not see or experience his second coming, but we die. It said the souls of those that are dead will be raised to face the judgment seat to determine where their final stage in life is going to be. So your life doesn't end when you die. It is only a period of transitioning into life eternal. But in eternity, there's a place, a, 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 a blessing God has for us. And it's going to be determined if you live life according to the, the, the name of Jesus. That you are shocked him in your heart as Lord and personal Savior. Wherever you are, without confusion, without chaos, without looking at uh, how people around you are living their lives, something is missing in your in your life, and you have been seeking everything to satisfy that void, that void in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul. It's the place of God that is to be filled with God. And it will come to you through accepting Jesus. Have you tried Jesus? 
My question is, you've tried everything. You are not satisfied. Have you tried Jesus? I want us all to recite this prayer after me. For dear, If you are dedicating your life, because I know many people have not been going to church because of the, uh, we, we're just still in the early stages of coming out of the COVID. And we know many people have been disconnected from their work with God. If you want to rededicate your life one more time back to Jesus and start, you know, working with him, you can also pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for your mercies and grace over my life. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. If you're saying this prayer for the first time and you believe, or maybe you've been saying it several times, but you never believe in it. But if this time you believe in your heart that you have been saved, if you believe this prayer, that Jesus has come to live in your heart, that he has saved you, that he has turned a new spiritual page in your life, that your sins have been forgiven, that you are now born again. Hallelujah. Spiritually born again. You have started a spiritual journey through Jesus with the Father. Now, the love of God has reached you. The love of God has drawn you to God. Let no guilt or shame confuse you of what God has done through Jesus for you today. Angels in the heavenlies are rejoicing for your soul, for the word of the Lord says, for if when one soul is saved on earth, multitude of angels rejoice in the heavenlies. And the the, 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 the biggest blessing is that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want you to take the Bible and go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15, and you will uh, come across the Lamb's Book of Life. It's a book in heaven that whoever gets saved through the name of Jesus, name is written. They become the firm part of the family of God that is going to be inheriting eternal life. That is going to be going to heaven. And the, and, and the same scripture says, whoever's name is not found. I mean, you never got saved. Maybe you got saved, but you turn your back, walked away, and lived like the devil himself. Hallelujah. Whoever lives according to the word, obey the word of God, live under the dispensation of the grace and the mercy of God, striving to live a righteous life by the blood of Jesus, will inherit heaven. Those who names are not in that book, heading down the lake of fire, the final stage of destruction for Satan and his demons. For everything going around you, for every desire and lust that we are pursuing, that has become the hook of Satan to win us to himself. Hallelujah. 
we are now received revelation that the lake of fire is not meant for no one. It's the final place of destruction for Satan and his demons. And he's only working harder to win many. He don't want to be there by himself. He wants all those that he used to kill, steal, and destroy. All his agents to be part of him in there. To the place of damnation forever and ever and ever. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you were saved today, I want you to send us an email that you were saved. And we will send you requests for materials, requests for a Bible if you don't have one and you need one. And we shall send you materials to help you live a new experience with Jesus. Our email address is lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Hallelujah. We open our, 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 our check doors online that you might, you might become a member of Lightweight Church of God in Christ online. And what does that mean? That means you are partnering with us. You have made up your you you have made up your mind to be a partner with a vision God has given us to establish. So go ye into the world and make disciples for me. You have become part of the vision God has given us uh, internationally, locally, to win souls for Him, and it, it, it requires sacrifice. Hallelujah! But the best sacrifice you could support Lightweight Church of God in Christ with as a partner is your financial contribution, financial giving, financial sacrifice. That is your worship. That is your worship. Because where, where we go, you go also. The blessing we achieve and attain in the missionary field, you also be part of it. Hallelujah, as a ministry. God bless you in your giving. God bless you in any form or shape you have been supporting Lightweight Church of God in Christ as a partner. God, God bless you. And, and, and it's a two-way blessing. As you sacrifice to support the vision, God is also blessing you. Hallelujah. If you are giving, I want you to go to Dollar sign lightweight churches, dollar sign lightweight churches, or text to give 833-901-2082, And do not see it as giving to me. You are not giving to me. I'm at the receiving end to receive from you as a pastor, as a Levi. I'm receiving your tithe, gifts, and offerings. As a representative of God, that it will go towards the vision, the assignment, the purpose, but the plans of God into lightweight church of God in Christ. Hallelujah. So God gives us where to sow. God gives us what to do, who to help, who to deliver. Remember, the gospel as I preach today is free. <clears throat> but every man the gospel, <coughs> excuse me, came to you is very expensive. Internet, broadcast, lightning system, build everything 
through which this message came to you is very expensive. And that is what your giving is going to support. And even as we tap needs internationally in Ghana, even as we deliver, you are sure be blessed. Hallelujah. So this is a sacrificial giving. You are worshiping God through your giving. God loves who a cheerful giver. And remember, the same measure you give, it shall be measured unto you. Luke chapter 8, 38. The same measure you give, it shall be given unto you. Hallelujah. God bless you as you give. I ask that the power of the Holy Spirit meet you at the point of every need. There are several needs in your life. If it's not financial, it is spiritual. There are certain needs that I should give. I ask that the Holy Spirit move in your life and meet and touch you at your greatest level of need. Because the Holy Spirit knows exactly where to touch you at. That will, that will, that will, that will be a bless, a great blessing to you. Maybe you are giving and you think God should bless your finances. Yes, the financial blessing will come. But maybe somebody is sick. Or maybe there's an, a demonic attack coming over your life. The power of the Holy Spirit will, will come in your life and determine where to touch you at. That will be the greatest blessing. Maybe there was a sickness that was coming over you and was going to wipe all your, all your servants or bring a uh, 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 you, whatever it is, which is an attack as you give. I pray that the Holy Spirit move in your life and meet you at the point of your greatest needs. Bless you, richly good. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. We also have um, a prayer, prayer time, prayer time um, uh, online. We have a, a telephone line prayer, telephone line prayer. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we are in the century, 5 to 6 p.m. California, United States, California time, praying. If you want to join our prayer line, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So wherever you find yourself, the local time, you Google, what is 9 a.m. California time in my time? He's going to tell you what time it is. If you want to come online and pray. For my house shall be a house of my father's house. Jesus said, shall be a, a house of prayer, not a den of tears. Hallelujah. So we have, God has given us the vision for all these years to establish this prayer altar. Where you could come on and present your knees. Huh? Unto me, ye deliver. Hallelujah. And give me your, 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 your burden. And I'll bless you. The prayer line number is 515-603-5632. Every information you need, you could go to our website and you could find it. Every information you need. As if you miss anything, go to lightweightcheck.com. 
lightweightchurch.com and you can find anything you need concerning lightweight church of God in Christ. God bless you till we meet again next Sunday. Bye-bye.